The goal for this podcast is to better our understanding through conversation. Communication is one of the easiest, yet hardest things to do. Whether that's communication of feelings, thoughts, or opinions. But through communication, new perspectives begin to take place. Throughout the various topics and opinions discussed on this podcast, we hope that we can add value, understanding, and a few laughs to your day. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Real Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Bruce, and I'm here with my man, E. What's going on, bro? Brother, it's another day. We above ground, man. 100%, man. We're going to come off the dome with this one. So, um, freestyle. Yes, sir. I guess this is a freestyle session. All right. So, um, I want to start this off um, in an unorthodox way, so to speak. Um, I want to ask you a question. Okay. Who are you? Okay. I'm a student. I'm a father. I'm a man. I am a husband. Uh, I'm a deacon. Uh, I'm a lot of things, man. I'm a son. Um, I'm a friend. I'm all of those things. Okay. Multifaceted. So, what's your goal before you leave this earth? What's the impact that you want to leave? What do you want your mm. legacy to be? When you've taken your last breath and people are, you know, people have come out in mass to come and see you, your home going celebration, what would you like people to be able to say about you come that time? I want, I want my character to speak. To be honest, like I, I'm real big on character. Am I perfect? No, you know, but every day, um, every month, every week, every year, I try to get better and I don't strive for perfection. I stop trying to strive for perfection. I strive to be better and I want that to speak. You know, that man character spoke of somebody who's striving to always improve, to always be better. You know, not a not from a place of arrogance, but from a place of wanting to see Want to leave a place better than he found it, better than he arrived at it, and want to bring others with him to that to that new place. He wanted you to improve. He'll help you improve as he wanted to improve and help himself. You know. So, with that being said, man, what do you bring to the table? I asked that question on the heels of the first question because I'm trying to build towards something. Meaning, okay, so I asked you, who are you, and you told me who you are, who yeah. you feel you are. Mm-hmm. And that's important because what a man think of, you know, you, you so know, how, easy. There, there you, you go. I mean? So it all starts with your thoughts. Mm. Forget somebody else's thoughts. Because to be honest with you, let's be honest. You're never going to be, you're never going to, you're always going to fall short anyways in somebody else's eyes. 100%. Somebody going to always say, yeah, he didn't gain a little weight finally. Yeah. But then somebody else say, Nah, you too big. You know, mm-hmm. it's all you're never gonna be good enough to certain people. No matter how much you put your neck out for them, how much you put your back on the line, back broken at this point, and you, it, it's still not good enough. <laughs> Can't but please everybody. Exactly, exactly. But it starts with who do you, or how how do you see yourself? How do you define yourself? Nah, that's very true. You know, I see where you're going with that. That's so that true. and from you know from the heels of that question, then I asked you, what would you want? You know, yo. Your legacy to be when you gone. Yeah. Because, you know, from that, now let's get to the table. You know, talking about the table. Like, you know, what are you bringing to the table currently? Mm. That's a good question, man. Um, Honestly, like a student mentality. That's the first thing that popped to mind. 
And the reason I say that is because I'm constantly trying to learn. I'm constantly trying to analyze, study what ha- what have I- what has been done, and then how can I improve upon that? What errors have I made? What positive um, movements have I made? And then asking myself, okay, move. How can I move forward from that? How can I improve on this? Okay, why did this happen? I'm always trying to study to see how I could better a situation moving forward. But if you come in with it with an open mind, trying to learn and trying to gauge, first of all, learning myself so that I could bring, uh, uh, like I said, bring this mentality to the forefront so that I could be a, a asset, um, not a liability. That's well put. I like that. Next question that I have for you, man. <laughs> It's uh, it could be rather simplistic, you know, uh, or it could be complex. It's, right, let's it's go. However, you know, however you take <laughs> it, you know. Tell us why are you important. Why am I important? Um, hmm. My first reaction would be like, I'm not. You know what I'm saying in the grand scheme. Okay. Scheme of things. You on the interview right now. Next. <laughs> and the re- well, let me preface that I'm a community type person, so it's like, uh, I'm a team player, so. My importance is less meaningful than what the goal is. Like, what what are we reaching for? What are we going for? What are we trying to achieve? You know, if it's family, where are we trying to get my family to? If it's church, how are we trying to reach the community? If it's this podcast, how can we go? How can we learn each other and grow each other so that we can uh, bring substance to the people? You know, whatever it is, how can I add value? So it's like I don't want it to be me necessarily. Thinking of like ourself, but what value are we achieving or what goal are we achieving for whatever purpose that we that we're striving for? And I know what you did right there, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say this to you because I know how it would sound if you were to say this, because oftentimes you think like I, you know, how I think. And I can never really hear myself just coming straight out there and trying to boast or brag exactly. about you know whatever it is you know when it comes to titles man to be honest with you man my thing is you can always display the title rather than 100%. saying the title 100% but I I'm gonna go ahead saying. on record and I'm gonna say man one of your most valuable um, assets is really is leadership mm. it is um, because like you said you, you talk about family and when it when it comes to you know the blocks that helped you know the, the blocks that help build you or build your family number one you got to have an idea what it is that you're going into or what you're looking to gain you know um long term you yeah. got to have that you have to have that that vision have to you know and to be honest with you that that is a part of our purpose we should be thinking long term this is ultimately where i want us to be yes you yes. know Super and if important. exactly, and if you if you fall short, notice what I'm saying. If you fall short, then sometimes you got to stop. Me. What can I do a better job of, bro? That's that's where the leadership comes in, and the accountability of you know. That's 100%. when it's funny because we tend to try to you know we try to get away from the eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not trying to be that guy that's always you know. I'm the man. I'm the dude. You know, they came here to yeah. see me, Otis. It's funny how we 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 pick up the eye when I got to do a better job. I got to step it up. I think I it's uh, nah. I think that part of it is the most important part for me because the way I look at it is you become the weakest link if you never do that. If you're always projecting and you never looking internal. Now, not you know, 
and super deep trying to rip yourself apart type ways, but just saying like, yo, how can I do a better job? I feel like by doing that, by self doing that, then you bring more to the table than if you always pointing out other flaws or like always, you know, the I person. Think about it, man. Like if you always self-analyzing and asking like, yo, what's the pros and cons, man? Like over this past job that I did, man, or you may be leaving a job. Like I did this on my past uh, job. Like, hey, man, um, I just wanted to know, man, like what, what areas did you see that I, I sell that? And then what areas did you see that I need an improvement in? Because then that's a third person observation. Mm-hmm. You can only see what you can see. Like you, you live with yourself. You are yourself. Mm-hmm. So you, you blinded in a certain aspect. And in the sense, man, you know, it's it's funny. It's no long. It's no different than, you know, me being a writer. Oftentimes, man, you can sit up there and you can you can write so much to the point, or you can go and you can start proofreading what you've wrote, and then as you pre uh, as you proofreading your own work, a lot of time. You don't even find you don't find you don't find a typo or the flaw because you reading what you expect to see rather than what's really there. Exactly, bro. And that's the crazy part about it because it's like sometimes let's let's keep it a buck. Sometimes, man, sometimes we we'll tell a lie so much to the point to you know, we will believe the lie, mm-hmm. you know. And um you know That's deep, bro. Because it, it's a, it's hundred percent true. Yeah. It yeah. could be anything, bro. That, that, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, I'm good. I'm straight. You know what I'm Matter saying? Matter of fact, somebody I'm, simply asked you, how you doing today? And, you know, like, that's like that's one of the oddest questions to me a lot of time because, like, how do you truthfully answer that when you really think about it and you assess the question? Mm-hmm. So somebody can ask you, how you doing today? And then automatically we've been programmed to always say, oh, I'm good. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm whatever. Straight. I'm good. But then again, life and death is in the power of the tongue. So if you say I'm good, then you should be having... Mm-hmm. Good, you know, good results coming soon, even if it's not at, you know, if it's not at that present moment. But some people, all they do is complain and moan and complain and complain and moan, and that's all you get from them. Yep. How you doing today? Well, you know, it's another day. I'm just living. Yeah, <laughs> those type of situations, yeah. and it's like, yeah, you know what I mean. I you feel just like here living, but you living without a purpose. Exactly, exactly, man. Nah, that's real though, man. And I think you said something powerful. It's like the it's power in the tongue, right? Um, and speaking truth because a lot of times we have to. The reason I say, you know, what can I do better is a is a great statement that you should always ask. And people are like, why would you like? Who always asking that? Um, but realistically, man, you do it subconsciously. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even if you talking like let's say you single, you talking to girls. You even assess that as you walk in, like, man, I could have said this. Or like, how am I, you know what I'm saying, yeah, how I'm looking. Yeah. So you do it subconsciously, you know, but you have to be able to do it sometimes in places that you're not accustomed to doing it. Or what's the worst is, you know, you mess around and you come up and you have a conversation. You finally build up the strength and you you muster that, that courage to go and say something to somebody, right? Then all of a sudden, you know, you sitting up there and you you kind of struggling through it or whatever, but you, you make it through. Then all of a sudden... You go to the bathroom and then you notice you like, man, you mean to tell me something was on my mustache the whole time? <laughs> yeah. You know, you like something was on my mustache the whole time yeah. and nobody, <laughs> nobody said nothing, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> but it's like, you know, it's like now you like, man, that person ain't heard nothing that I right? said because they, they were just focusing on that. <laughs> but yeah, I believe that's a question that's, that's, that's worth being presented. Yeah. You know, 
why are you important? Mm, it is though. Because if if we can't have that if we can't have that real conversation and give a real answer on why we feel we're important, then to be honest with you, you know, you're a walking ending. I'm glad you asked that question. For one instance, I say to my if we if we asking why are you important, let's just say to my family. You know, like, um, my father wasn't in my life. And now that I got a daughter, I'm in her life and I'm married. You know what I mean? So like that's super important to me. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's super important for her to be able to grow up in a two parent household. Something I never had. To be able to give her something that I never had. You know, and that's way bigger than me, that's way deeper than me because it's like, yo, man, that's what we should all be striving for. If you if you, if you do have a family, if you're a new father, uh, new mother, um, you should be striving to give your kids something you never had. You know what I'm saying? And just to be able to do that. And it's new. You know what I'm saying? But it's important that I go through that that process. You know, it's important that, you know, and through that, you know, that's going to introduce me to new things I never was exposed to. New counsel, exactly. other married couples. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How to work through a marriage. You know, and that becomes the storybook for somebody else. Another young couple, you know, 10, 15 years down the road. Not, not only that, it becomes the standard in your own house. 100%, bro. Because, I mean... Changing the narrative. Exactly. I always live by this quote, and, I, and I'm going to let you uh, speak after this, but I always live by the quote, be the change that you want to see. Be the I change the you want to see. Thing. We we are the writers of our own book. 100%. We can sit around, you know, it, it, we can sit around and presently, we might not like what's unfolding presently, but the beauty, you know, the beauty to our life is if you look at our feet, man, our feet could just be nothing more than it could be a moving pin. Yep. So to be honest with you, your next move can be better than your last move, which means that your greatest lyric is still to come. If you're looking at the last mistake or the last error you made, then you're not even focused on the present. Therefore, you get ready to make another mistake and then you reliving mistakes. So it's like one loss becoming two losses. Regroup. It happened. We're going to go ahead and move past that now. And it's time for better, you know. That's crazy. I like what you said, yo. You can look at your feet metaphorically, like move, like pins, strokes of pins. Like to be totally real, man. To live a life of value, to live a life of purpose, it's difficult, man. It like, is. Man. It's super difficult because you come up with so many op. You come up with so much opposition. Meaning, like you do things a certain way, and you realize, man, this way I've been doing things isn't adding me as much value. Like yesterday I told you about smoking weed, right? Like, and there's no knock on nobody smoking weed, but it's like, for me, it wasn't bringing me as much value as how it made me feel. Like it made me feel amazing, but the value I was losing by doing that, I was missing assignments or spending too much money or doing this, that switch was super difficult, bro. And it may be uh, whatever for somebody. Um, changing the way you talk to people, changing the how you go after uh what what partners you go after, how you changing, dress, changing how you dress, changing how you talk, changing uh your your situation, like moving to another state, you moving know, to another job. It's like that stuff is difficult, bro. I don't mean to cut you off, but it's funny, man. The dress part, you know, it, it's it's real when people tell you to dress for success. That's real mm. because you can dress for failure. It's so true. Or bro. you get dressed for an L. When you say that though, like when you said that, what popped in my head was perception, right? Because you you view somebody's perception like, ah oh, man, you know what I'm saying, based on how they dress. So it's like, how do you when you say dress with success, dress with failure? I got a picture in my head what that means. I did too, but you I know what I'm too. saying. Even that's crazy because yeah. you already perceive what's going on. But again, but that picture looks different to everybody. True, that's a hundred percent true. Which somebody, is crazy. It, it, 
So my next question is this here. All right. What makes you different? I would say that I choose to push positivity in a world that rewards negativity. Meaning like you could do the most foul, most ignorant thing online and get rewarded for it. You know what I'm saying? Get likes, get endorsements, get people praising you. But if you put something out positive, you get know, overlooked. Uh, barbershops that giving out book bags for Christmas or somebody loving on their husband or their wife or, you know, a church doing great things in the community. They getting ragged on. They getting negative comments. They getting one or two likes. And so I want to be the person that's pushing positivity. You know what I'm saying? And positivity, don't you don't have to be perfect to do that, man. I think that's a misconception. But what it means is that you're working towards something better, like I said at the beginning of the conversation. So that's what makes me unique and what makes me different because I am highlighting the positive that I see in the world because I want more of that. When you highlight and reward negativity, that means that you want more of that in the world. And that's we want to kill that. You know what I'm saying? I want to kill that. Yeah. You feel me? No, it's it's many reasons to kill that. You know, it's noise. Unwanted noise. Unwanted noise. Distractions. Um, But see, that's the thing. It's not unwanted to everybody. That's the problem. True. Some people are filled with noise. Unwanted noise. 100%. But it's the noise that they were looking for, that they feel with. The negativity, you were talking about that for a second. Mm-hmm. Like, take this, for example. I'm not even going to dive deep into this until I know all of the ins and outs on this. Yeah. So, that's just how I am. I'm, You know, I don't, I don't try to dig deep into certain things. But, for example... How the world takes and they how, how the world reacts to negativity. Mm-hmm. It's like it's crazy. It is. So take uh this year, this this one particular actor, like he's been doing his thing this year. I'm talking about um he was a part of uh, you know, uh Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania. You know, turn you know, turn around. And the interesting thing about him, he played a villain in that movie. Mm-hmm. Then turn around and um I haven't seen that. You need to turn around and then, um, you know, about maybe a few weeks later, then all of a sudden the brother face back on uh, billboards again for a different movie. That movie being Creed three. So mm-hmm. now he, he uh, yeah. So he played, uh, you know, the supposed bad guy in that film as well. And so that actor that I'm talking about is Jonathan Majors. Yep. So like, you know, it was interesting a couple weeks ago, uh, <clears throat> him, and um, him and Michael B. Jordan, like, you know, they they shared like, you know, they shared a, a you know, an intimate uh, moment like brothers came together and I think they embraced it, something like that. So the world looked at it. And again, it's crazy. Like two brothers actually embracing. You don't hardly see that period. Yeah. Or two brothers, act, let alone just. Was it know, emotional sharing, or yeah, like, like, like just, share, were, yeah, oh, okay, just gotcha. sharing a spotlight? And you know what I'm saying? It's just like you don't see the two brothers going at each other's heads. Or why would that moment be a negative moment? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, I just happened to um, come across this information. So it says, actor Jonathan Majors arrested for assault. Arrested for, uh, you know, assault. Man. Now, now, uh, now, check this out. All right. Army pulls, recru- uh, okay. Army pulls recruiting ads after Jonathan Majors arrest. Immediately. Dang. Immediately. So it's like the crazy part about it, man. We're gonna talk about talk about this for a moment. The upward build. You know how hard it is to build up. Yeah. You know, like you think about that. If you're trying to push uphill, 
that's hard to do. 100%. If the trajectory is upward, you constantly... Fighting you, against gravity, all Exactly. So you have to defy. Mm-hmm. Defy gravity. So automatically, in a sense, you, you're not... You're not asking yourself to do the impossible, but your mind, you got to break the thoughts of impossible. 100%. And if you think about it, like even those space shuttles, they build them to be aerodynamic, you know, so they had to change the form for the other other forms. They had to transform. They had to redesign them, the spaceship itself to be more aerodynamic. So like with your mind, you have to redefine, reshape, rebuild your mind to be able to to, to make that upward movement um, that much more easier. Yeah. That makes sense. You, know you, you got to make it more, yeah, you, you got to make it obtainable. Exactly. And to be honest with you, like, your mind, your, you know, your mind is always under under a redesign. Mm-hmm. Every time, like, if you think about it, when you get to one level, the moment you do that, it's like, okay, we here, we can't get too comfortable though because yeah. we're trying to go higher. 100%. It's like immediately it's a shifting that happens yep. in your mind. Now going back to him, to get to where he arrived at in his life, just look at like the, the journey toward being a, a not just an actor, a world-renowned actor. Like he has like the brother, like when your when your face is now showing up in China and all these other places. Yeah, worldwide. Worldwide. Mm-hmm. It's like you've accomplished things that most people don't 100%. do. Now, I'm not, again, I don't know exactly what happened with this situation. Mm-hmm. I don't. All it could take is one mistake. On the flip side, you, we was talking about how they had that moment where they embraced and everything. Like, they'll take that situation and that was just because somebody put it out there like, so-and-so got assaulted or he assaulted somebody. And that overshadows this without even looking into it. without Because yeah. you got people out there that want to push that negativity. Yeah. Like you said, they search yeah. for it. So, yeah. like, if on the flip side, let's just say it, it was warranted, whatever happened. You know, people would take that because negativity sells. And they'll try to overshadow all the good that you done Exactly. Did. You know exactly. what I mean? Anybody could be a victim to a, a bad day. Of course. You just... So I would say even a bad moment. It, they exactly. Because you're right. Because you know what I had to say. So I, and you know, I'm wrong because I had to say this to somebody else. It's I, I do feel that I honestly don't feel like there is a such thing as a bad day because I feel like okay, you can wake up and you can have a, a moment in a day that mm-hmm. was you know I it was just it was off. Exactly. But then again, like we were just talking about, your feet being that pen that writes. Yep. You know, a better ending. So it's it's ever, you know, your day is ever evolving. So you can't tell me that if you up six in the morning and you had a bad moment, you know, at 630. Now you had a bad day. Yeah. So, again, now you speaking that over your whole day. My day is trash mm-hmm. now until the end of the day is trash. So, like with that, I think we generalize a lot of stuff. Meaning like today in church, he made the example. He was like, man, you may be broke, but you rich. You may, the devil may tell you you broke, but you rich in Christ. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we realize we don't tap. Sometimes we generalize a lot of stuff. We don't tap into other areas. You know, the gym may be closed. You can't get your workout, workout in today, but you got a beautiful family right here. You got a job to go to. 
You know what I'm saying? You got a good car to ride in. You know what I'm saying? So you rich in other things. Um, and I think sometimes we solely focus on that one bad moment of the day and we generalize that into this whole big uh, catastrophe. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That no, makes sense. Right. No, you, you're and it's right. like, bro, we, we got so many more areas in life. We multifaceted. We got so many more areas in life that we rich in than just money, than just appearance, than just what our title or our status is. You know what I'm saying? You're rich in the community. You're rich in family. You're rich in substance and, and intelligence. You know. And, and, and strength. You you're feel right, me? bro. You're right. But you know what oftentimes what happens? Like you just said on a positive, it's, it becomes so many different things that's positive that you can pull from, right? But what happens to a lot of people, they start pulling from... When something, when something goes sideways, they begin to stop pulling from all of the negative. Yeah. That's, that's you know, that, the one negative... That they, you know, that they can think of at that moment to fit this yeah. wrongdoing. <laughs> you, to, you start thinking about yeah. what happened last month. Yeah. You know, and you know, I was denied this 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 credit loan, this, that, and the other, but mm-hmm. that doesn't really have nothing to do with this moment. Now exactly. all of a sudden, but it's it's something you wanna just you wanna harp on to because you wanna get even angrier. Yep. Now you turn around and, you know, and, and these kids driving me crazy, you know. Uh, you know, um, you know, you know, again this morning we was late, you know, they had me late to work, you know. It's now all of a sudden it's just like yep. we digging a hole deeper and deeper. Hundred percent. And to the point we are setting the tone for our own unpleasant reality. Mm-hmm. And it's simply because of one one moment. You know what's crazy though, is like um, and not to get super deep, right? But like I think we spoke on before how like we born into this sinful world, right? Like mm-hmm. a child. Like you don't have to teach a child to be bad. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you don't have to teach a child to be be uh the steal. Like you, you could tell a child like, hey man, eat your veggies and there's some candy over there. They'll try to sneak over there and grab the candy. Nobody taught them that. They just do that. So I think it's already in us to look to the negative, to always want to be on the negative, you know what I'm saying? And that's a part of the struggle, a part of the difficulty that I was speaking about earlier is that we have to learn to train our brain, to redesign our brain, to be able to spot out the positives, to look, the little piece of the light peeking through, to reach for that. You know what I mean? Because it's too easy, bro, to sit back and be like, um, to just go down a rabbit hole of negativity. You're so right. easy, it don't take no effort, bro. You see people all the time on the porch that's been there, like you, you I think a couple episodes back, you spoke about the guys that, you know, you, you you meet them on the porch, two or three years come by and they still there. Still in the same porch. Because they, they never went past looking for the positive outlet. It yeah. was too easy to just kick back, sit there and be like, this is why I'm here. And this is why I'm here. And that added to this. And this is this. But you know what, though? For them, it's crazy because certain people, the way that their mind, the way that their mind is, is processing certain things, for them to, okay, it could be so simple as, for certain people crossing the street, you can live right, you can you can live on the cusp of the west side and the east side. And certain people have never crossed the cusp over to the east side or to the west side. Mm-hmm. But they'll tell you, and I don't mess with the east side at all. But bro, you stay right there on the line. You mean to tell me, and I know you've caught the bus before, so you don't, ca- nah, I don't catch the bus over there. But it's like, so you start wondering, is it fear? What is it? Like, you know, a lot of people, for whatever reason, they it's like their mind, their mind holds them hostage. 100%. From taking a chance to explore, to do better, to, you know, 
And that's only in their world because, like you said, in the city, it's people that's traveling that line every single day. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But it's only in their world, like they what they build in their mind. Exactly. Hundred percent true, dog. Man, I <laughs> we we get on that all day. So with that being said, we're gonna go ahead and uh, we'll go back to all right. So what did you say make you different? Oh, uh, I said I reach for the positivity. I highlight the positivity instead of rewarding the negative. That's right. That's right. Okay. So with that being said, I got one last one for you, man. What intangibles do you bring? I would say like values, you know, values you can't really see. You have to kind of act them out. So like values like integrity, like I said, character, persistence, things of that nature. That's like that builds your internal foundation. Like who are you as a person? You know, like you have a spiritual type being inside of you. That's what I believe. So it's like who, what, what principles builds up that person? What do you, what do you base that off of? You know what I'm saying? Your value system, because that determines what type of person that you put out into the world. You know what I mean? So those types of intangibles that I build upon, especially integrity, character, always looking for the positive in situations, always learning from the negative situations, things of that nature, because then you're able to strengthen that in internal, right? You're able to strengthen that internal. And when you were able to do that, then you're able to be a better person outward. And that creates other things for people to latch on to. Like, think about all the great people that's been in this world. You know, the Martin Luther Kings of the world, the Obamas. We're attracted to those people because of the light that they shine. And it's so different. But it all started from the intangibles on the inside. Like, they had to transform that. You know what I mean? And I didn't always carry the same values I carry today. 10 years ago, even five years ago, you know, I had to develop this. I had to have first, I had to have a want to develop the first of all, I had to notice my areas of lack. I had to have a want to develop those things. And then I had to use my feet to create the life that I, that I live today. And I'm still striving for that, man. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't start out like that. You know, I think those things have to be developed over time. I like that brother. I like that. You know, bruh, like, Again, I just wanted to try something different today, man. I think that was see, dope, bro, to be see honest. See where it went at, man. I think um, that was pretty cool. Thank you sometimes, man. We we definitely, man, we have to challenge the core. Mm-hmm. The inner portion of self, you know. That's the self that a lot of people won't be able to see because it's heavily guarded. You it know? is, bro. But that's the realest part of self because that's what's within, mm-hmm. you know. If, you know, if it's trashy within, then to be honest with you, just hang around a person long enough. You gonna you gonna start getting 100%. a little bit of that trash. It's it's gonna start coming out. All right, so uh, bro, I got a I got a bit of a question for you that mm-hmm. I got to thinking about. Um, we spoke about imperfections before. How do you feel? You know, internal imperfections can often become external imperfections. Mm, that's a good question. Uh, I would say, bro, like, if you're battling with something that you know, like, like you you sneaking and doing, or it's just something that you know you shouldn't be doing, uh, you're trying to hide it. It affects how you how you become outward because then you become like suspected or you become suspicious of other people. Do they know? You know, um, I, oh man, I can't do this around this person. I gotta act this way, act this way around this person, and you become that type of you 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 adopt that type of mentality. So it's like. When you try to, when you clear up all of that and you continue to like work on that instead of hiding it, that's the most human thing that you could do. 
You know what I'm saying? Like understanding that you are imperfect and not hiding your imperfections. That's the most human thing you can do because other people are struggling with them. Do you feel like imperfections exist when there's a lack of knowledge, a lack of understanding? I think so, man. It's got it's a little bit of ignorance there because you don't understand the effects that it could have. And usually you don't understand it until you get spanked or until that's when that's when you realize how the detriment of it. Okay, cool. So I appreciate for that. I appreciate you, man, big time for that bill. So yeah. all right, we're gonna start something new, man, moving forward. And I wanna call this like uh I wanna call this uh food for thought. A word for thought, rather. Word for thought. With these words, man, we want you to really think about the words. Therefore, you'll really get the message. Mm. So, with that being said, you know, um, what were we just uh, what were we just talking about? Imperfections. Imperfections, right? So, with imperfections, I want to I want to tie imperfections to something else. Okay. And it's gonna it's gonna catch you off guard, man. I know it will. Tips. Mm-hmm. The art of tipping. Do you feel like imperfections can be showcased through most people not even wanting to tip? You know what I'm talking about, first yeah, of all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what? you don't really understand why you're doing it or why you should do it. Or, that nature. or even, okay, cool. I, I like this conversation, man. I love this conversation. Let's talk about the whys. Okay. Okay, like, why are we doing it in the first place? Now, I'm going to play the role. All right. Of the cheapskate. <laughs> okay. I'm going to keep it a buck. That's, what I'm a, that's who right. I'm going to play. All right. So, me and my lady, we coming together. First of all, what you getting? <laughs> that's the first thing to come off. Oh, uh, what you getting? <laughs> Why am I asking this? I'm asking this because, number one, I can't even read half of the stuff on the menu. I can't even articulate yeah. what's on this menu, first of all. So, chances are, being that I can't even read it, I'm looking to see what she going to get because I might be having what she got. <laughs> or secondly, the reason why I'm asking is because now nah, I need to look at mine to see how much. Oh, uh, she- bro, that's funny because it's like in my head when you said that, it's like you go out to eat and then you're like, what you getting? And then she say something and your eyes immediately do, 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 do. Go straight. <laughs> I wish I had a little dots. Do, hey, do, do. Seriously. Straight to the uh, bro, price section, bro. That's hilarious. In your, in your mind, my meal, <laughs> I'm limited. <laughs> you know, hey, Thanks, bro. Right, That's we, we being funny, but everybody's been Everybody there at, been at there, that man. point where you trying to ball out, but you yeah, know good bro. and well you balling on the budget. But she can't know that, <laughs> so it's got to be like a first date, or you know, it's like, Thanks. or it's got to be an official date because now you in a restaurant in which you've never been in yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, now things getting serious, right? Um, so <laughs> you, you a baby, what you getting? You know, so she lets you know what she, you know, what she getting and immediately, Mm -hmm. you know, hmm. well, (laughs) it looked like I might be getting an appetizer, (laughs) (laughs) but okay, cool. So now you already know, you already know, first of all, you know, you can't, you came in a restaurant with X amount of money. Yeah. You know that. So now automatically somebody got to get the cut. Mm-hmm. Somebody gonna get this. Somebody got to get the cut. I'm already cutting myself because I'm big hungry right now. But I'm getting you know off the top exactly. And now I'm you know now I'm settling. I'm settling for a kid's meal. That's it. You know or a salad or something like that. You know exactly. What I'm you just something like hey, then, then you just turn around lunch. and yeah. 
well, baby, you know, I, I, I have been telling you I've been trying to, you know, diet. <laughs> now all of a sudden, the night you pick the night. <laughs> so, hey, it's all right, cool. So, you the server, you come in here, we finish eating. How you, uh, how you doing, you guys? Y'all enjoy the meal? Yeah, man, everything was good, man, baby. Yeah, everything fine. Whatever. Okay, I'm gonna leave this right here for you guys. Whenever you're ready, just uh, hand it to the uh, the showroom on the way out. Okay. Um. Cool. Appreciate it, man. So now, so baby, you got him right. Yeah, I, I got him. I got him. Um, what this price look like? <laughs> That's Lord. what you're saying to your head, yeah, bro. Hey, you, That's how Lord, I beat hey. it, man. Lord, goodness. Eighty nine ninety. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and it go up 22 I think it starts like 18 all the way up to 20 something it's look, like bro you look man you, you start thinking about all of the things that was imperfect well I did have to ask that man a oh, couple bro. times man to re- refill my glass Bad. you know what I'm saying when he came in he ain't spoke to us <laughs> like seriously the man that came back, but the man for okay for everything he may have missed, the man that turned back around, man, and he very apologetic. Ever since he you had to speak to him that first time, the man has been present, yeah. more than present. It was like the man at times checking up on you it, and exactly. Are you sure you're good? You mm-hmm. you, you glass? Hey, better yet, sir, will it be okay if you just you you would you like for me to just bring you a sprite? Because I, I noticed you you knocking them out. Do you? I appreciate that, man. All that. So now. The man is showing that he's very attentive. Mm-hmm. My question becomes to you, how do you tip in a situation like that? Understanding that, okay, this gentleman deserves something. This brother has, like, if we being honest, looking for the perfection, because you're not going to get that. 100%. Nowhere. In a room full of people. Exactly. And he, yeah, he's bouncing between t- uh, tables, communicating with you. Mm-hmm. You know, sir, look. I know you waiting on your meal, you know, uh, would you like, you know, something else, uh, you know, like a little, you know, a little salad on the house, whatever. What do you feel is a good average to start? Sometimes the, the receipt to have it broken down already. If the, and if I the go receipt to, doesn't have it. Probably like 10, 15 bucks. I'm asking you these questions because it's people that's up under the sound of our voice that truly don't understand this yeah man it's important uh, I feel it's, like it's important like really intru- you know I'm gonna be honest with, I fell victim to this because you know I just had never paid attention to this portion you know uh, coming up and stuff like yeah. that but you know the moment you really pay attention to this is you don't really pay attention to it until it hits you it affects you facts you mess around and get a job or you actually meet somebody that when people say they are working off of, you know, working off of tips or they, they make any money off of tips, mm-hmm. like you really truly realize, you, you're like, man, look, you start thinking about if they were to ever have a a legit conversation with you, like a waitress or bartender, stuff like that, you realize how much they really getting paid an yeah. hour. Man, look here, you'll be running up to give them a tip. Let's say you go pick up some Chinese takeout, you know, so they got the tip thing like that. Do you tip there too? Or is it only in sit-down restaurants with a server? I'ma say it, man. Like for me, it's about it's about an interaction. It's about it's about the experience. To me, a tip is warranted off of that experience that you had with this person. Yeah. You know, when I'm gonna pick up my uh food, and it's dependent on the interaction at the counter, and yeah. I'm picking up the food, if I get like a sense of attitude and I'm here to pick up my food. 
and I'm gonna just go ahead and I'm, whatever the price, I'm, I'm leaving. You know, I'm going to pay that price. I'm leaving. I don't always tip. It's like either like sometimes I tip like two bucks, three bucks. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Nothing crazy. Yeah. But it's like unless but, now if I like like you said, if the interaction is like yo, I just grab it, leave, and I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But a sit down restaurant, I definitely have the tip. Or like a um, pizza delivery types thing. Like yeah. those are more. Um, I guess it's like it's more custom to tip there. Then, like, if you picking up something to take out or something like that, for me. But see, and that's and that's cool. It, it is interesting because it's like, and that's the, again, it's like a, 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 it's a. This is almost like a study, uh, you know, a foreign study in a sense, <laughs> because you really don't know. Right. So how could it be appealing to tip at a pizza joint, and then you go over here, you know, and you you know, like, like you said, you you had a. You know, a, a, a Asian spot getting you know sushi, whatever. It's just like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know it's, what I'm saying? It's, it's it's crazy how that is. But what I will say though is this. Um, so I was at, I was at uh I was with my wife. We I took her out one night and um we went to this joint and the young lady she you know like she was like she definitely man she it was She's an A plus point. to me yeah. And so being that I, you know, I've had a job before in which like tips were like, yeah, that's what made the job the job. So I, I tipped her. And so I asked my wife, I'm like, oh, what do you think she what do you feel like she deserves? And my wife, this is when it makes things so convoluted in a sense. It's like, you know, what do you think? I don't know. <laughs> ask you for help for a reason. A lot of it got to a point, man. Before this, it got to a point where I, you know, I just go ahead and pay for it a lot of times, and I just the paperwork I slide it over to her. You pay, cause it's like I didn't want it on my conscience if it wasn't good enough. So it's like you know, I pay whatever she says, whatever you know. What I'm saying? That's wrong, right? But anyways, this night it's I um crazy, I wound up giving I wound up giving a young lady uh. I gave a I gave her like ten dollars. I want to say God working me. Now you getting ready to get in this car and go home, and you have the question in your mind: Was that enough that you just gave her? First of all, if you questioning it, then it's not enough. So I'm sitting up there, and in my pockets, I had I had loose cash. So God tested me. God said, "Whatever in your pocket, give it to him." Now. I have moments like this, man, a lot of times. And it's, it's, you know, again, it's a test for me of obedience because you don't know. Like, honestly, I didn't know what was in my pocket. I yeah. did not know. Bruh, it could have been a hundred in it. I was about to say the big, the big one zero. I don't know. And I told my wife, I said, man, God put on my heart. I got to give her more. I said, I'll be back. So... I caught this was crazy, bro. I caught her. She was outside of the store. Now, again, this this is way past personal opinions or personal interactions. It's to the point of being obedient now. Because what she was doing outside of the store, if it was personal, that would have been a turnoff to me. Because smoking, I don't be into the smoking stuff. Mm -hmm. I would have went on ahead and found a way to weasel my way out of that. Well, gosh, she's smoking. I, you know, I don't deal with that smoke. God say, forget all that. Do what I told you to do. I walk up. Boy, like, you know, like, like a child has just been chastised. 
I walk up to her. And she she on a smoke break and then the other dude over there. And um I say, excuse me. I said, can I talk to you for a moment? She got a cigarette. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, it's like, like, like what what's going on? Yeah. yeah. So I pull it to the side. I said, let me ask you a question. I said, um, I said, I'm gonna ask you a question. And I want you to be completely real with me. I said, I gave you a tip earlier. She was like, yeah, you did. I said, do you feel like you deserved more? To be honest with you, I do feel like I deserve more. She said, I bust my behind. I don't even know what I'm about to pull out of my pockets. Whatever I pull out of my pocket is yours. I said, God told me to give you this money. And I gave it to her and walked off. I, she took a big gasp. Whatever it was, she... <gasps> And I walked off. She was like, thank you so much. Thank you. So my wife, I see her looking out the window, right? <laughs> so she like, what you just gave her? <laughs> I don't know. You know what I'm saying? What did we first talk about that, that, that spearheaded this whole conversation? Oh, the imperfections. Imperfections, right? So the imperfections that was in me would have found a way to get away from tipping her yeah. whatever was in my pocket. The imperfections within nah, me. Nah, that's real. That's real. If it's on your heart to give, then give. If it's exactly. not, it's not. You Matter know what I'm saying? Like, if even, it's not in your heart, you shouldn't give. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. to be honest with you, it's corrupted exactly. at that point. Exactly. So, you know what I'm saying? That's how I, that's how I always gauge it, too. I that's think dope, it should man. be tipping classes, bro. Nah, 100%. Like, for 100%, real. Like, bro, we, the adequacy of it. You feel me? You're right, man. Because it's like, in, in a sense, and I'm going to say this and then we'll be done with this. But also, it's like, he who wields or she who wields the, you know, the pen, it's like, they're in the case, they feel like they're some of the most powerful people. Mm-hmm. And substitute the pen and you put in there the cash. They feel like they're some of the most powerful people. So really and truly, they're coming, they being uh, total behind holes. Yeah. Knowing that, all right, automatically, I'm the one with the dollars. Yeah, You yeah. work for me now. <laughs> and it's like, that's it's like, like man, on, bro. man, like, at that point, you can have it. <laughs> I'm done with it. Man. Nah, that's hundred percent, bro. Yeah, but uh, that's all we got, man. Well, we gonna go into the uh, art memories reality, or there's a to- totally different thing. I mean, yeah, go ahead. All right, bet. Yeah, we we could cool it on that. Um, thing. so we're gonna end it on a new a newer segment, also called art mimics reality. And for this one, uh, we were, early in the conversation we were talking about imperfections. The song by J Cole called Kevin's Heart. What was the actor's name? Jonathan Majors. The song really, for me, it got me thinking about admitting imperfections, right? Like I said. And then pretending like on social media, you got it all together, you winning, this and that. I feel like that's when you become a human. You know what I mean? And me and Herb yesterday was talking about value, right? So certain habits, certain processes, certain systems that we have in our life, we have to ask ourselves, what value does it bring us? Or is it just making me feel good? It was a few lyrics that I wanted to play in it. Okay. She my number one. I don't need nothing on the side. Said that I was done for good and don't want no more lies. But my phone be blowing up temptations on my line. I stare at the screen a while before I press decline. But she plants a seed and it still lingers in my mind. Told myself I'm strong enough to shake it and I'm trying. But I'm only human, I know love and use a crime. If I take this cookie now, one day I'll do the time. 
Knows how to fuck a good thing up. Run from the pain, sip lean, smoke tree up. When I'm in your town, press pound, hit me up. When I'm in your town, press pound, hit me up. Only if you down and you slurp, good D up. If the work good, I'll be back for the re-up. Hate when I creep in the phone, wake me up. Fake like I'm sleeping on damn while I be up. Monkey on my back and I walk a hundred miles. Guilt make a neck feel fake when he smile. Love get confused in the mind of a child. Cause love wouldn't lie like I lie and it's wild. Wanna have my cake and another cake too. Even if the baker don't bake like you. Even when the flavor don't taste like you so i'm back marvel with the late night crew can't see myself when i looked in the mirror can't see myself when i looked in the mirror can't see myself when i looked in the mirror i'm a fake fake and it's never been clearer can't see myself when i looked in the mirror can't see myself when i looked in the mirror can't see myself when i looked but like that whole song, man, the way he broke it down and broke down like how he was feeling his his uh conflicted feelings, man. It's like crazy because we all had that inside of us, man. The, the, the part that want to do good, but then the habits that make us feel good. Like we had the part that does things that bring us value. And then we had a part of ourselves that does things because it makes us feel good. And it brings us less value or no value at all. You always have to lean and ask yourself, like, what value is this habit bringing me? What value is this thing doing for me? You know what I mean? Or is it just making me feel a certain way? So, nah, man, that was uh, my Art Mimics Reality segment. If you don't have anything else, bro, we can close out on that. Man, I, I think it's a dope. Uh, it's a dope thought. First, uh, first of all, the, you know the introduction of that art mimics reality. Facts, um, man. Yeah, because it, it's so much. That's what uh, people. What we're trying to do now. We're trying to, you know, we're trying to um, venture out, try different things. You know, first of all, incorporating more art into what it is that we're doing because mm-hmm. it, you know, um, real talk podcast doesn't just you know. It's it's not just you know two brothers coming together and just you know just speaking their mind on one particular thing. You know we have a fond appreciation for the arts out there as well. 100%. And you know, you know that's that's honestly that's what the world is composed of. Really, is just art. You know, it's it's just so many different streams of art. Yep, that creates. You know, art is creation. So, with that being said, that's what we try. That's what we're trying to do is just, you know, um, go and just pull from different streams and, and, and you know, just explain what it is that we got from it, man. Just, you know, uh, create conversation from it. One hundred percent, man. Yeah, you know, it, it's so many different things to be, uh, to be. Uh, it's so many different things out here that we can actually just sit down and really like just diagnose, man, and just talk about it, you know. And it's nothing wrong with talking. It's nothing wrong with you know disagreeing, you 100%. know. Uh, but with that being said, let's just be respectful in our methods on how we disagree with one another. That's all to it. And you know, I think you know that's why I like that. Uh, I like that saying, you know, let's agree to disagree. Yeah, you know. And and with that, we can keep it peaceful. That's it. Exactly, <laughs> you know, dog. you got to be up here arguing, man. <laughs> I bet, I bet, I bet you, I'm right though. You know, no, it, you know, you got it, man. But definitely, brother, hey, it's been an honor. It's been a blast, man. Always, bro. Oh, you know? appreciate you guys listening. This has been the Real Talk Podcast. Tune in every Thursday, man, uh, for another a new episode each week. And uh, that's it, man. Like, share, comment. Real Peace. talk. We appreciate you giving us a listen. If you like this episode and would like to engage with us or support, reach out through our social media platforms linked in the description and tune in every Thursday to check out new episodes. See you next week.